This episode was made possible by Good Times Pilates, who are all about inclusive, feel-good movement for everybody. Such a big moon to get flexy and toned without an instructor who looks at you like you're a potato in leggings, right? And while they've got their Fitzroy space in Melbourne, they've also got online classes now, which is such a vibe. Like you can just do Pilates at home in your knickers and a sarong. I've been doing that heaps, maybe not the sarong, just in my knickers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a sarong fan like you, Ash. But I always think about it like this. I'm totally saving water because I'm not washing 400 different crop tops all week. Anyway, you can check them out via goodtimespilates.com.au or through the link that's in our episode notes. This is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hi, Ash. Hi, Mel. Hi, listeners. Welcome to 2021. Welcome to 2021. How did we even get here? No one knows. Shocking that we're I, excited. That the world didn't like end. <laughs> Shocking, but also I'm upbeat about this year. I think there's only one way to go into a new year, and it is positive. True, and there's really only one way to go, but up, right? I mean, we had such a shit fight of a 2020. Surely things are going to improve. The only thing that could really bring this year down would be an alien invasion. I mean, it's the only thing we well, haven't. We've had, we've had floods, fires, famine, pandemics. It has to be aliens next. It's got to be aliens. But it's got to be aliens. I'm going to stay positive and say no aliens. <laughs> only I'm good also, times. I'm also going to say that this is not. This is not a conspiracy podcast. It is a dating one, and we want to talk to you about some hot dating stuff today. We do. But first, I have a thing to tell you, Ash, that I have a new theory. A thing to tell me? A new, I, we need <laughs> a so word bad. for these Mel the theories. So, okay. So, Mel, Mel has a theory. Mel's have you written theory. it down? So have you, you know got notes? Blocking your ex. Yes. No, I don't. I swear I don't have notes. It's just in my head, which makes it kind of worse because I've been ruminating on it a lot. And you're going to tell me this is really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But I believe in myself. So Great. Here it is. You know how we're talking about blocking last week? Yeah. And basically after we recorded that, I did a really good thing and I blocked this guy that – I literally blocked everybody that had broken up with me or slash dumped me slash whatever, you know, fizzled on me in 2020. Huge mood. But then I sort of was like, "Mm, I don't love them being blocked because I'm a piece of trash and I want them to see all my shit. But as we discussed, you can't re-follow because it's so embarrassing. It's a psychotic behavior. So here is the new trick. (laughs) When you block someone, if you then go and unblock them, it's made them unfollow you and it's made you unfollow them. So they're they're kind of – they're not on your feet anymore, right? Uh, But they could come and just have a little peek when they think about you. They could. And what would be nice – if I went into my stories and saw one of these people sussing me out because then I would know without a doubt that they had come of their own volition to my page because it's not popping up in their feed and actively wanted to look at it, which I think says more than just a casual look if they're a follower. Now, I that's a controversial opinion and normally on this podcast we're very anti this kind of behavior, but I've very much said that I am a piece of trash and I'm still learning. 
We are still learning. I do not condone this theory. I do not condone it. I don't like it. <laughs> you know, I, you were going to shut I, me down. I, I literally, my theory is like, if it was, if it's gone, let it go. And if it comes back in the mm. stories, it's the worst. But this is the thing. They're not, this is the thing, right? I, it still makes you move on because out of sight, out of mind. And also you cannot go and follow them again. You can't do it. No. And I think also just it's like more often than not, they're not looking. I've not had anyone look yet. That was my next question. Volumes. Has anyone come (laughs) and had a little look? Okay. No, no one's looking because they don't fucking care about me. They're not looking. <laughs> it's the, th- they're not looking. But there's new so dudes. I'm not saying it necessarily works in yes. any way, but like the theory is if you were freaking out about the block from our last episode, this is like the second best thing because they're yeah. off your feed, you're off their feed, but then you've got that tiny little thing there if you really want it, which I really did, that if you really wanted to suss into whether they were thinking about you, if they come and look at your story, they had to come of their own volition. They had to search for you and look and then look. So anyway, take it with a grain of salt. Take it however you will. It's a Remember soft a block. Human. It's a soft block, <laughs> this one. Yes. It's a soft block. But anyway, I knew you were going to get mad at me. Yes. Um, what is going on with you? Well... Still summer holidays, which are, are coming to an end and we're about to start, uh, you know, heading back to work. But I was reading a really interesting story today. As you listeners would know, Mel and I love Australia. We love it. Mm-hmm. This glorious country. And I always thought I'd move to Mount Isa, a town in... Oh, here we go. A town in Western <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> and... I read a story on the ABC today that said there has been an influx of, and I quote, young people moving to Mount Isa. Dead. And dead. dead. And you know what? It got me thinking. You can buy a house there for 60 grand. Got me thinking. Mm-hmm. How many of our listeners are regional? We mm. want to hear from you guys. Yes. If you're living outside of the capital cities, we want to hear from you guys. We'd love to know what the dating scene's like in your town. So make sure that you hit us up in the group, Jeans and a Nice Top on Facebook or send us an Instagram DM because I guess often we think that the more fish in the sea, like the better your chances, but maybe that's not true. Maybe there's a lot of eligible men and women hanging out in regional towns. We want to hear about it. Yes. Yes. And the reason I'm laughing is not because Mount Isa is shit because I've been there and I actually really like Mount Isa. It's that Ash has never been to Mount Isa. I have never been to Mount Isa. obsessed. Deeply obsessed. I have. She's going to move there. Yeah, I've romanticized this town. I just love the idea of living in a mining town without grass. Yeah, and it is very remote. Super um, but remote. Yes. Well, I went around Australia, as Ash knows, as Ash yes. joined me in parts of it, um, because I was trying to write a book that no one seems to want. So, shout out if you're a um, book publisher, <laughs> publisher out there to this. my book. Because it's fucking great. And part of the book was that I went I went out with dudes in regional towns. All around Australia. If, all around Australia to see if there were was talent out there and that I was like, you know, boxing myself in with my city dudes. And I had some amazing flings and met some amazing guys. So fully back this. But I would love to hear, like we were saying, about people that live it day in, day out. Because it's very different to go 
to the town and just like, you know, be a tourist, not tourist, but, you know, just a visitor, like FIFO energy, but not. Dating edition. (laughs) Dating edition of FIFO. A FIFO woman just in and out (laughs) down to the local RSL and she's out again 48 hours. That's what I should call the book, FIFO Dating Edition. (laughs) Again, any book publishers. Hey, it's right here. It's here on a platter. Mel's dating escapades in rural Australia, as if you don't want to read that. Anyway, book <laughs> plugging over. But the point being, um, it's very different to like just visit versus living there. Because I know that surely there would be an element of like everybody, you know everybody and it's really hard because you do know everybody. Yeah. But then also interested in what the talent is. Like what would be great is Come to us and tell us what it's like, but also come to us if you have a success story. Yeah, because when we were in Broken Hill, there were babes there. I saw the babes. There were so many babes, so many babes. Babes yeah. everywhere, if, to be honest. If but, you um, don't have a problem with iron ore mining, get up. Get, get up. Get out to Broken get Hill. Get out there. <laughs> get out there. there are, get out there. There are a few sorts, a few nice pieces. And those miners make some good coin, man. Yeah. They're making the big bucks. And the houses are cheap. So, so. Maybe we've just sorted out your 2021 life plan. Maybe not. Mel, what have we got for our listeners today? Well, we are, this is, this is such a good one. This was Asha's idea. And I was like, holy shit, have we not even done this before? Like, it's such a good one. We are doing how to make it official. Oh yeah. So so you move from, from the dating to the relationship i really wish that had some alliteration it doesn't it doesn't but it would have been nice if it did and i think we should even let's even touch on because i think these days you kind of go from dating to exclusive which is a whole other kettle of fish yes and sometimes i think about exclusivity and don't you sometimes feel like sometimes i feel like exclusivity is so dumb because that's just you that's that's having a partner like what do we classify a partner as to me a partner is someone that you're only sleeping with them you're only dating them and you hang out heaps (laughs) the end (laughs) yeah I mean I guess I I think there's an unwritten there's an unwritten thing about making it exclusive so I feel like you don't have to have the chat when you go from dating to exclusive but you have to have the chat going from exclusive to relationship yeah it would be like if I was just seeing someone for like a month or so and then I'd just drop in you know after a month oh yeah no I'm I I deleted I deleted the apps and then you would expect them to be like I deleted them too and then you'd be like okay this is going somewhere now we're both just seeing each other sort of thing so it would be a throwaway comment not a conversation and then the so conversation they, going to exclusive thing, yeah yeah because i usually feel like exclusivity comes up when you're like hey like <laughs> literally usually when you're like do you want to stop using condoms <laughs> i mean that yes sexual health is our numero uno concern well, on this podcast friends get tested exactly and i feel like sexual health it's the defining factor for – it's the perfect opener for exclusivity. And, like, okay, like, obviously some people still want to use condoms. Like, some people aren't on the pill or yeah. don't want to do methods, like the pull-out method or whatever. But, like, for me, it's always been – because I am on the pill. It's always been that's when you have the exclusivity combo is, hey, do you want to stop using condoms? Should we go get tested? I'm not sleeping with anyone else. Are you? And then that's 
And but it's usually kind of I feel like exclusivity is easier to tell that you're gonna get the response you want, don't you feel? Like Yes, you can kind of sense it. It's more so as well, I find that the relationship conversation is a lot harder to bring up because I'm not very good at articulating emotion or feelings. Mm. So I will normally get in like a strop about it and I (laughs) never... (laughs) <laughs> like I will, like it will start the chat will start from a fight essentially from like an argument which is amazing which this is, is healthy uh, this is healthy like because I can't say hey I like you do you want to be my boyfriend instead they'll do something that p- made me feel unworthy of being their girlfriend and then I will just get in an argument with them like my <laughs> most so recent rude. relationship doing the love languages test oh is that how you so, how you ended up well, no, it was more the exclusivity chat, but we were sitting there and some one of um, one of his housemates was saying, oh, the love language test, and I was like, let's do it. And he had his laptop out and we were sitting on the lounge and he, it said, like, are you single or married were the two options mm. to start with. And he yeah. he clicked single and yeah. that just sent me <laughs> such a tailspin. <laughs> you want Clutch to be like, I'm married. <laughs> yes. So because he wrote single, I was like, great. He thinks he's single, fine, great, whatever. I just, I can't believe I'm this. dying over this, amazing. Di- <laughs> and then I did the classic, uh, I'm, I'm a bit tired. I'm just going to go to bed at oh. four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, my God. So instead of <laughs> instead of articulating like hi um like that made me feel a bit weird. Oh, we actually single. I thought we were seeing each other, and then just saying I'm tired and going to bed, so I didn't have to show emotion. Classic. At four p.m. At four, he would have been like, "Is she okay?" It's like, yeah, just really tired. Heads up, listeners. When someone says they're tired, they're usually not tired. They are always pissed off. They, they are, are always, always off. secretly mad at you. <laughs> but it's, I guess, another lesson that we've learned many times in many episodes on this podcast is you need to learn to articulate how you're feeling as opposed to just pushing it deep down inside yourself and hoping it sorts itself out. A hundred percent. And that's probably like a whole other episode on like healthy fighting versus unhealthy fighting because I also pull the tired thing when I'm pissed off. I do. I go like, oh, yeah, I'm really tired. I think we need to go to bed. And then I'll be like, they're like, oh, are you okay? And I'll be like, I'm fine. I'm just I'm tired. Fine. <laughs> Never <laughs> in the history of anyone fine. being fine has anyone been fine. No one's been fine. But that's like that's a funny one because like how did that resolve in the end? Because um, like it just, had to resolve, right? Just never spoke <laughs> about it again until we had the chat about <laughs> being boyfriend and girlfriend. And did you literally bring that up? Yeah, <laughs> literally. When you put was single, like... not married, in the love languages test. <laughs> Don't you think you would be more alarmed if you put married because he's not married to you, Ash? So then he would be married to someone yeah. else. <laughs> Whatever. Bigger red flag to me. <laughs> I mean, I actually think that the problem is that like 2008 love languages test that has, looks like the HTML was built before time, <laughs> having two <laughs> options. Like, friends, it is 2020, 2021. Come to the party with a few more, you know, options. Mm. And Facebook has that one. What's the Facebook one? Prefer not it's to disclose. Oh, it's complicated. Iconic. Remember because when you know, to put that? <laughs> Like, do you why remember, are you publicizing that? Do you remember people, it used to be official via Facebook. That's how you made oh it official. Oh, my God, I know. Remember that. That was crazy. Because it's crazy now because that's like you would be a lot more upfront about your – I feel like today's It's Official is deleting the apps 
Delete, I agree. Like Clatch. Uh, <laughs> Not just deleting it, Clatch. You've got to deactivate it. Yeah, so Lessons friends, you have all. to deactivate these apps and then delete the app. It's, it's just it doesn't work otherwise. You're still I know. searchable. So hot mm-hmm. tip. But it used to be Facebook. A hot tip. Or MySpace top eight. It did used to be Facebook. It was. And it's interesting because, like, you know, deleting the apps is – you know, it's a big deal. You're saying, I'm not looking anymore. I'm, I'm with this person. But there's no real, like, public. I guess the next, the next thing to making it official, really, is you delete the apps, but then there's the couple photo. Which oh, I think on the grid, on not the, the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the grid, not the story. The story first. The story. <laughs> this, is, this is how I've always done it, right? <laughs> it's like when well. I'm happy to <laughs> publicize that I'm seeing someone yeah i'll usually do like an instagram when we're doing something but i might not tag them so it's kind of like their hands are in the background or something yeah it's starting to be like you know it's i'm not like secretly hanging out with them anymore not that you're secretly hanging out with them but it's kind of like for that early part where you're sort of like i don't know where this is going and i don't know what they're feeling you just kind of you don't you don't you don't instagram what you're doing when you're with them but then there's this bit where you get more comfortable and you're like Oh yeah, like I'll put up an Instagram. We're at the beach. I'll put up an Instagram. Maybe you can see like their toe in the corner. Mm, a <laughs> classic. <one> toe. <laughs> that is a. Cl- and someone's gonna be like, "Who's that hairy, hairy kneecap?" <laughs> <laughs> now I've got a man. Who is he? No gals <laughs> investigate. <laughs> um, actually, my knee is that hairy at this point. Honestly, I just have given up on shaving my knees. They always get cut. It's so upsetting. So if you see a knee that's hairy in my Instagram, it very well might be mine. Mel's at the beach alone. <laughs> Just, just using my knee to try and pretend that I've got a dude there, um, but then, then from there is the couple photo on the gri- on the story, sorry, or just tagging them in the story, and Huge. then there's the grid photo. I feel yeah, and as well photos of their face. So it starts with like their hands and feet. <laughs> it always starts with their hands and feet. Yeah. You never show people the face and then people get mm-hmm. an inkling something's going on and then you give them the face when it's like official. Hit, hit them with the face, yeah. Hit them with the face. But that's kind of the process of it. But I feel like a lot of that is just you feeling your way. Like I, when I've started Instagramming dudes that I'm dating but I'm not their partner yet, I can usually feel a vibe. And sometimes I've been wrong, to be honest, because I have mm. grid photoed a dude that I'm dating and then they've dumped me like weeks later. But I think like, you know, you're feeling your way. You're kind of like, okay, it's pretty comfy. I'm seeing you a lot. Everyone knows we're dating that are, like I'm close to, you know, I've met your friends. We hang out with your friends. You know, I, th- I think that's usually that that spot where it's kind of like a gray area, like it, but you're feeling pretty confident that things are heading almost surely toward partnering up, right? Yeah, of course. But then I feel like the difficult convo, like you're saying, is mm-hmm. getting that like assurance that that's what's happening here. But what run us through your actual combo with Clutch, not the one that involves. <laughs> Not one involves going to sleep at 4 p.m. <laughs> oh, man. I don't it, – it was Easter weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Easter weekend and it was like the height of lockdown when we were allowed to only have like one person in our house. So mm. I was really stressed about that and we'd had like other people over at the house and I was stressed about people at the house and then I was like also a bit drunk and uh, and then I – 
we had the conversation from then and then I obviously brought up the love languages thing and then he I was like oh are we gonna, like are we gonna be a couple and he was like yes you just have, <laughs> instead of like getting in a straw and freaking out you need to like just talk I think really direct how just have like a direct conversation about yeah. it and it doesn't need to be big or scary I think it does need to be in person but yeah those would be my only my only tips is make it in person make it clear make it concise and also make sure that you've got some I get probably just make sure you've got some proof that it's going that way as opposed to a bunch yes. of red herrings that look yes. like love but they are not and you know not love look like commitment because of course a lot of people think love needs to come before this commitment it doesn't no way no god no it's just a sign that you're you're genuinely like my psych my psych I've I've had convos about this with my psych before because I'm so like commitment phobic to a degree that I've been with guys where I'm like oh like I don't want to do the convo because it freaks me out to be in a relationship and she's like Mel you are in a relationship she's like you stopped sleeping with other people. You stopped dating other people. You only see this person. All you're doing is commit, making a commitment to yourself and to that person verbally that you're mm. going to keep doing that. But you already are doing it. You already like it. So it's not actually a scary step. It's just kind of a way to keep yourself accountable, I guess, and keep them accountable, like kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Essentially – that's what I guess I'm saying with the exclusivity thing. Once you're exclusive, you're already technically for all like, you know, I guess literal intents and purposes in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're like, you know, you're not sleeping with other people. That's the big one. You're not Huge. looking for other people. That's the second big one. And then beyond that, you hang out and you like each other's company. So it's, it's kind of like you're already in a relationship, but you just, I think a lot of people need that conversation to feel like yep cool we're both on the same page here and then that helps you keep growing as a couple to wherever you get to whether that's for another few months or for years or for your life like it's just kind of like relationships are always like this constant growth thing and you do kind of need to do that check-in to just kind of go yep cool so we're on the same page great then you have that reassurance that foundation and then you build on top of that kind of right and I think it doesn't have to be a big, scary conversation. It not, doesn't, not at all. With, like, you know, I get if you've, um, you know, brought a diamond ring and taken your significant other to the top of Centerpoint Tower in Sydney to propose. <laughs> That's a terrible proposal place, guys. Don't, uh, do don't do that. Then, of course, there's going to be a lot of anxiety around that, but try and keep try and keep perspective when you're going into this conversation if you are the one bringing it up that you're simply just solidifying what's already happening so Mm -hmm. it's not like it's not like you're having a conversation that they could potentially say no to because of course they could but if all the signs are pointing to we're just solidifying what's already happening then it's going to be quite an easy quick combo and just say yeah I'm not seeing other people I really like where this is going um I'd be happy if we just saw each other would you be too I've just done the like are you my boyfriend yeah oh (laughs) me too I always just like get in a strop with them over something and then afterwards I'm like are you my boyfriend or not (laughs) like literally (laughs) three-year-olds throwing the toys on the floor 
friend or not? And yeah. Like, why are we why are we fighting about this? But here's the thing. Let's discuss the signs because I think this is a really important factor because yep. no one likes rejection. And as you know, we love vulnerability out here. You sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to put yourself out there. And this is right. definitely one where even with all the signs, you could still be wrong. I've been wrong. Yeah. But signs I think are really important to make sure that you've got the best chance that you're getting the answer that you want with this because it's yeah. a really hard one to put yourself out there with. So I think one of the first signs for me is that you're not constantly analysing shit to do with them with your friends. I have never been – nothing healthy that I've been in has involved constant, what do you think this text means? What do you think it means that he didn't say this when we were together? What do you think it means when he did this? Nah. All of that shit to me says unstable relationship going on. Like, yeah, it's never been like whenever I've been in a good thing, I'm barely talking about it because nothing chaotic or catastrophic is happening. So I don't have this need to constantly, if anything, friends are going, how's it going with, with, you know, Bob, Old mate. Bob. Bob, there yeah. he is again. They're like, what's going on with old mate? Bob is always my boyfriend. And you're like, oh, what? he's good. See him on Tuesday, whatever. Yeah, literally. That's That's been everything healthy. And this took me years and years and years to realize. And then suddenly I was like, holy shit. Whenever I'm in a good thing, I'm barely talking about it. Whenever I'm in a toxic thing, all I fucking do is talk about it with friends. But So I think that's a really important first one. I would say for the second one, it is time because we all know it is literally your most valuable asset Mm. especially now more than ever how much time are they giving you and dedicating to you and this doesn't necessarily have to be facetime well i mean it factors into a big time but that how much time are they giving you like do you always feel like you are chasing them or do you feel like Mm. they are equally coming to you and saying hey what are you up to sunday would love to spend the day with you hey uh, I'm really flat out today. Um, I'm going to have to skip dinner, but um, are you happy to jump on a call? I want to tell you about this restaurant I read about on the internet that I'd love to take you to. So giving you time, if they're not giving yeah. you time and you're constantly chasing at them, but when you do hang out, it's really good and it's really fun. Oftentimes this has happened where you have to chase and chase and chase, but then in real life it's great, yeah. but they're still not coming to the table with time. I just mm-hmm. think... That's a red herring because, it is. yeah, I think time's a big one. I think so too. And I, you're saying like the red herring is like it seems like it's a good thing but it's not right. Yes. So, yeah, so red herring is like. You meant red flag and then I'm like, no, wait, she means no, red herring. Red herring. So it's like some Poirot sort of energy. Out. Yeah. It's like this looks like it's a sign yeah. that things are good but actually it's not. It's I not. I 100% agree with that. 100% because I've had so many dudes where – they it's chasing and chasing and chasing them to get time and then it's so good when we're together and that's my argument oh but it's so good and they're so attentive when we're in person and they're so like into me in person and they say all the right things and they're being so lovely no but what about all those other fucking times yeah Yeah, all the times where it's yeah it's one of the biggest ones for me it's time also here's one that ties to that your intention are you doing this because you're trying to lock down someone that is being flighty as fuck? Because I have done that and I feel like often those two tie together is that you're chasing, 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 but it's so good in Mm. person. So you're like you're almost trying to – it's not like trap them, but it's kind of like you're trying to lock down, like imagining it like it's like a bird, right? 
and the bird's just trying to get away. Oh, no, here's a better one, right? You know when you oh, like, here it really want to hug your dog <laughs> and your dog's just like not fucking into it and so you lock them in the room with you so they have to hang out with you? That's what having the combo with someone that is never giving you enough time, that's what you're doing there. You're trying to lock them in the room with you, but it doesn't work. So then they just sit at the door and then they howl and howl and howl until you open it. And that's literally what they do because then they'll just be a shit to you and then you will break up with them. And then somehow they got you into the corner where all you could do was break up with them. That was the best analogy I've ever done. True. I I mean, you don't. It was good. I shout out to our listeners who work for or donate to the RSPCA. Mel is actually a really good dog mom. She doesn't just, <laughs> like, Mel, and Mel's dog is a psychopath that can jump off the ground into your arms. It's, it's wild. I would say as well, when it comes to intention, ask yourself what your intention is, because I was reading about a US dating trend, which, you know, it'll get here in 10 years called apocalypsing. Mm-hmm. So that's Mm. now more so than ever, while we're living through a pandemic, we are starting to panic that we need to meet someone because essentially the world's ending and it feels Mm. like that more so than ever. So we are panicking. We need to meet someone now because what if we don't, like what if our days are numbered? Anyone could just bloody, you know, fall off the perch tomorrow. So ask yourself with your intention, do you just want a partner and this was the next one that came along or mm-hmm. do you actually, is it this person or was that just the person who seemed to be around when you, um, you know, had a placeholder to fill? Because if you lock that in, you are going to be very disappointed down the line when their shiny newness wears off and yeah. you're just stuck with someone who's not right for you. Well, you're not and stuck. You'll have to break up. Like- yeah. Well, yeah, you're not stuck. You can literally leave. <laughs> you're not Mel's dog in the, the room being, without you waste hands your time <laughs> to unlock the door. But this is the thing, again, with intentions, because I think that the intention stuff is so important. Like this isn't just about what they're going to say to you. It's like why are you saying this to them? Because yeah. another one that I thought I thought of when you said the apocalypsing thing, there were so many couples at the beginning of the pandemic who went, fuck, 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 I've got to like move in with you because – we're going to be stuck in lockdown, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, or like I love you or something, like like sort of panic panic response of like trying to further that relationship or create more intimacy or something. So another thing I would say is like, is this the right time? Like are you rushing it because it's okay to just be dating and it's okay to just be exclusive and it's okay to not have a label on it for a while? I'd like – ask yourself how long has it been like how many like of those little tiny milestones have we reached like uh, have we met the friends are we hanging out with the friends like just enjoy the process of it too because I used to be this person that had to lock that shit down and it was this anxiety response from me because I was so freaked out it's almost like commitment phobic people do this right Mm. it's like you you're so scared of commitment that you rush into commitment to try and like force it to be okay and you're not really good with those gray areas and I learned this year to be I dated two guys that were both like long game just slow dating things where normally I would have gone to exclusive and then probably hey do you want to be my boyfriend really quickly but I was like no I'm gonna try just dating and they both dumped me but the point point being you you were self your self-awareness was there yeah, and, I, and I'm really, like, fuck all of that shit. But the point being, like, for me, 
I learned to be okay with the uncertainties of just dating and enjoy the fun part of just hanging out and getting to know each other. So definitely check yourself that it is the right time. And I think the right time is probably like, you know, like we've said, you've got all these other things that you've ticked off, but also that like you you've been dating for a while. Like, and I know that like, there's not necessarily right and wrong times and take this with a grain of salt, but I do yeah, think of course. if you're a person that, yeah, like rushes into things, what's the harm in just getting to know this person and just keeping it going for a bit, you know? And I think you can give people, if you are trying to pace yourself like Mel, if you do rush into things and you do want to start pacing things back, you can still give a subtle nod to the fact that you're doing that. So you could say, hey, I really love hanging out, but do you mind if we just like see each other three times a week just as I'm Mm -hmm. trying to like really take things slow and and learn from my mistakes um, with, you know, past stuff because I'm really into you and I just don't want this to, you know, get off track. And then that says to them, oh, she's actually or he's actually thinking about me in that more of a long-term game but switching gears I mean at the end of the day you are gonna have to ask them like if you don't ask them you're never gonna know so the easiest way like don't ask don't get you have to put yourself out there and you have to ask them yeah and I think at the end of the day like you know we freak out about the rejection part of it and there's you know I think it is important to think about all of these factors like just assess the situation before jumping in with your like do you want to be my partner thing? But at the end of the day, there is a risk. As with everything in dating, we talk about this all the time. There's a vulnerability that you have to have at times. And this is a big one. And if they come back at you and say, oh, look, I don't think we're ready for that. I've had that too. And it hurts. But usually because I I doubt you're saying this when they really don't give a shit about you. Usually they're then like, look, can we just take it slow? Or like, hey, like I really like you, but I just don't, I'm not ready for that. The best advice I could give you, and it's really hard to do because I've done the opposite most of the time, is like don't react with, I'm fine. I'm going to go take a 4 p.m. nap now. Like yeah, don't read it as rejection because it's probably that they're just not ready for that yet. And look, at some point maybe that's going to become a deal breaker for you. And But like it's actually okay sometimes, you know what I mean? Like it's not a sign that they don't like you. Absolutely. And I think everybody is pacing things at their own at their own pace. And if you say to someone, hey, do you want to be my partner? And they're like, look, I just really need a little bit more time. I guess ask yourself honestly, like, are they buying themselves time because they don't want to hurt your feelings? And they're buying themselves time to reject you in a nicer way. Or are they buying themselves time because they genuinely care about you and they genuinely think you're so special and so great. They don't want to fuck this up. And I think normally go with your gut with that one because sometimes if you have asked a flighty person about being your partner, they're buying themselves time to get out of this pickle. Yeah. Other pickle. Yeah. Yeah. And look, that's definitely been my experience, but I also do think every now and then you're going to get the person that's like, I really like you and you're kind of rushing it and I just want to take it slow because I really like you. But yeah, I think that's like exactly what you said, like your gut and being honest with yourself are the two most important things. And if you can honestly say that you've been honest with yourself and that you are listening to your gut, then yeah, don't 
Like, but if you think that they are rejecting you, just call them on it again. Like, honesty is better than nothing. Just say, are you saying that because you aren't that into me? Like, honestly, most of the time when I have just straight up called someone on their shit or said, is this why you're saying this? Then they're honest. Because usually they're just freaking out and they don't know how to say honestly how they're feeling. But most of the time, if you say to them, hey, as like with the the special Ash text, when you want to know if someone's fizzling on you. Yeah. You got to say it and then they'll give you the answer that you probably don't want to hear. But yes. Also, once you have this conversation of are we official, are we not, be very prepared, I guess, for them to say, no, this isn't where I thought this was going. So, Mm. again, when you need to work out a time where you're going to be happy enough to receive that news because if you are, there's no going back from that combo. So I think if you've been hanging out with someone, seeing them, you've met their mates, you guys go out for dinner and, you know, maybe you've had a cheeky couple of weekends away, you know about their work life, all that, all those signs point to this is it, mate. Hey, I uh, so just want to double check, like, do you want to be together? Like, should we be in a relationship? And then they say, no, this isn't where I thought this was going. Well, then it's done in my eyes. I don't think you can just keep going now because they have explicitly said you are not for me. But I love showing you off to my friends and I love taking you to dinner and I love downloading about work and I love this and I love that and I love waking up together on the weekends. No, 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 no. That's the girlfriend experience. Yeah, 100%. And And I think that's the difference is like you, if they're going to say no, it needs to come with I see us going there. I'm just not ready for that yet, but I see it going there. It can't be. No. I don't see it going that way because then you've got a limit on what where this is going and you clearly wanted it to go further than it is at that point. So Otherwise you wouldn't have that's asked. That's an end. Yeah. But if, if, if it comes with I see us going there, I see that coming in our future, I think that's still okay and yeah. you can keep going with that relationship. But also just that's like a gentle red flag for me, just a little because I think pink you just flag. need to be wary. Yeah, it's pink flag because you just need to be wary about if you do get to that point because – they could be saying that because they're like, oh, just trying to like keep this at the place that I like it without having to commit or they could be genuine. So I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't shut them down over that, but I would just just keep it in the back of your mind. Me, yeah, I, I, I would shut, <laughs> shut them down immediately. <laughs> this is your commander like, speaking. Forever. Shut it down. This is, <laughs> this, is not, this is not the good cop mail. This is Ash saying, shut it down. They will never be ready. It is done. Done. Dead in the water. Goodbye. Block them on everything. <laughs> Run. <laughs> You're like blocking them before you've even left their house. You're like, yeah, cool. Sounds awesome. Okay, no worries. Oh, so you're okay, single cool, on the love bye. languages test. Okay, well, ta-ta-ta then. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> blocked on everything, blocked on LinkedIn even. It's all gone. They mm-hmm. can never contact you. Um, mm. But we really hope that it does work out for you if this is something you're preparing to do. We hope yes. you get the answer you want. Big time. Um, we do feel like we gave you some decent advice here in with some questionable stuff, usually coming from me. <laughs> Guys, if they're blocked, sage. they're blocked. <laughs> yes, but I mean. But, um, at the end of the day, you know, um, give it a shot. Come tell us in the group how it goes if you're comfortable yep. doing that or ask for some more advice in the group or you can email us for solicited advice, which we are getting low on, guys. So give us your stories. We want to hear. Give us your little story or your friend's story if they're happy for you to share it. 
um, and ask our advice about your specific story because everyone's story is very specific to them. Absolutely. And again, we love, we loved having last year with you and we're going to have just as much fun this year. Yep, we are. Um, So thanks for listening, guys. See you. Bye. Bye.